Hello, everyone. This is Fictionality, a nerdy podcast for things that are good. My name is Brenda. Oh, I'm Mary. (laughs) I'm Rochelle. And I'm Paloma. We're going to start the episode off with everyone sharing a small thing that they currently think is pretty good. And then I did remember to randomize the list this morning. Yes. Not this morning. Literally, like, half hour ago. (laughs) Mary, would you like to go first? Oh, boy, would I. Um, (laughs) So, I'm going to say this week I um, am wildly about promise neverland um it is uh the uh, manga is completed and there is season one on crunchyroll or hbo max um and it just i haven't binge read something like that since i was like a youth like going and reading shit from the library like religiously um it's like one of those things that, that it's about these kids and it's like you can't tell too much about it without ruining like the the big surprise in the beginning oh but um it's it's nice to have like a female protagonist or girl whatever um and it's moving the kids are smart and it's charming and it's about like human resiliency and just like being good being good with your buds and being smart and surviving and it is cool yeah i don't know i read it in I finished, like, season one, and then over the next, like, three or four days, I've read all the manga. So oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. It moved me, and I also <laughs> had <laughs> a few days off work, and nobody could stop me. So <laughs> I did. Whoa. Promise Neverland, everybody. Check it out. If you, Is it a like, horror? Um, It's, like, creepy, for sure. Okay. It, like, the more you get used to it, it's less scary, but it's definitely, like, but. The manga, like, I feel like is, like, less scary to read, but, like, the show is definitely, like, creepy, because they can create, like, a more suspenseful atmosphere, um, and it's, like, a shonen in the way that, like, Full Metal Alchemist is a shonen, mm. like, it's not just a guy yelling all the time, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, it's, you know, <laughs> there's, like, growth and kids, and I don't want to say stronger, because there's not, like, powers like that in this series, it's just, like, humans being humans, but, um... Either way, it's good, and everybody should check it out, and yeah. All right. Next up is Paloma. Um, I'm going a little off book from my usual realm of nerddom, and I'm entering the <gasps> music techie realm of nerddom <gasps> with my cool thing. There are these little pocket operators by this company called Teenage Engineering. They're like a little synthy thing. Ooh. Yeah, I saw you playing with those. It looks so cool. Yeah, the little beeps and boops are cool. Yeah, I was like, I want to make music, but I'm tired of trying to build calluses. Robots, it is. Can you make it beep and boop right now? (laughs) Yeah, make it beep and boop. Yeah. Yeah. Beep it. Boop it. (laughs) Play us a song. Oh, sorry. I was in the wrong. (laughs) Oh That's my god. The scream, I guess. <laughs> I love it. I need like Pokemon Cave music from that. Yeah, I was going to say that's some um, mm. Nintendo and Chill music if I ever heard it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's my cool thing. It makes me feel like I'm in a video game. Yeah, that's what I just felt like just now. Yeah. <laughs> video game life. That's um, awesome. If anyone yeah. has ever played Mega Man blue moon for Mm-mm. the game boy advance the menu screen for that is always what i'm striving for 
music. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Those look so fun. All right, up next is Rochelle. Okay, so I'm into two things. I'm fucking with the Queen's Gambit, which I've never thought I'd yes! be so intrigued by fucking chess in my entire life. Oh my god! And Anna Taylor Joy has like she's, the, she's so cute. She has like the yeah. weirdest face, and it's like the best face. And like I, I love the characters. It's it's so good. It's so weird, and it looks really beautiful. And somebody said it's like shonen manga, but like, <laughs> no, it's like well, it's like it's like set up kind of like she has to beat big bosses and shit, and like she has to like overcome, you know, her personal demons. <laughs> yeah, and it's and I'm like that does make sense. Like she is <laughs> kind of in a less fighting, more like mind mind stuff, <laughs> and also of course. Um, way of the house husband. <laughs> yes. That beautiful bitch. I love it so much. I'm going to pick up the next three copies to maybe Thursday, and I cannot wait. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> I uh, told Paloma and Brenda that I had to pull volume two out of your box to read it. So um, we didn't have it on the shelf, and I needed great? to read it. What? Is it great? It's perfect. The whole I read all four <laughs> volumes. It's amazing. It's the finest series in the world. <gasps> wow. And I want to I'm be so married excited. to that man. Me too. Uh, he's he's so yeah. supportive and he just like buys her like DVDs. Like <laughs> he's so good. There's what like a, a angel. Um, like the whole series, you know, is like told like through like each chapter is just kind of like a little like bit like slice of their life like it's so it's like not so much a sequential story it's just like showing him do stuff but there's one where he like <laughs> is trying to like win um some like vacation prize or like a vacuum <laughs> or something from like getting these stamps all around the neighborhood and then what he ends up getting is like uh like big stuffed animal <laughs> like oh. but his wife's super excited about it and she's like my wife smiles the best bride there is <laughs> oh my gosh it really it's so it's I, it really reminds me of of yotsuba and um i love yotsuba so much it's so it, good and like little weird stuff like that happens to her all the time but she's just like i'm gonna say it Yotsuba's abrasive, but she's like a very like matter of fact child sometimes, and she'll just be like, "My smile is gone forever." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's like my favorite panel of of all of Yotsuba. She's just like, like something happens, and she's just like, "My smile is gone forever." And I'm just like, "This is you're so you're six. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's great. It's it's really good. It, it looks me. really cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. All right. I, I, are we going to talk? Oh, sorry. Okay, God. Go, Brenda. No, go <laughs> ahead. Go no. ahead. I just, I keep thinking about Way of the House Husband. <laughs> like, did anyone watch the live action? Mm-mm. No. Oh, shoot. No. Not yet. I'm, I'm trying not to read all, to the, all the manga. I'm focused. So, I watched the first episode, and it's pretty good, it's pretty hot. Oh, okay. He's hot in the manga. I'll say it. Yeah, he is. I love when he puts he his apron over his suit and he still wears his glasses. Yeah. He's just it's what a great what fashion. It's called fashion sweaty. Look it up. That's how I feel whenever he is walking around. 
<laughs> like a teddy bear apron, just like doing his errands. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's what real men look like. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But like the, I feel like they're trying to give it like a little bit more of a plot. Oh. Because um, it doesn't follow the manga like directly. Oh. So, hey, I've only read the first volume. Is there is there a daughter? There's like a neighborhood kid. I think he like looks after, but they don't have a kid. Okay, that's what I thought. In the live action one, there is a daughter. Oh, weird. Oh. Not his daughter. Just her name is Himawari or Sunflower. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a daughter, and it's like it's the wife's daughter. Oh, and there's this whole subplot about like him being like, you know, she's my daughter too, and it's just like I don't remember any of this <laughs> so i think they're trying to give it more of a like something in follow structure yeah yeah which I, it makes sense because like they're like hour-long episodes oh wow so whoa That's that would great. get really repetitive <laughs> to have an hour-long episodic like short yeah. vignette show so <laughs> that anime though might be something I'm excited. I was thinking it wouldn't happen because they were doing the live action one and God bless Netflix. And they like I feel like a lot of their like live action like originals are doo doo garbage. But um they I'm sorry. <laughs> they keep picking up good anime though, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> Have you guys watched that uh that what is it, like Gods of it's like a Greek mythology? Uh, I saw the oh, no. trailer for it. I think. What is it? Corey at work said it looked. It was good. The animation looks really nice, but I was also half asleep, so I don't know if I. <laughs> Not because of the show, just because I fall asleep on the couch and people watch things around me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Greek mythology is all the rage right now. You got Hades. Everyone's playing Hades. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing it? What is Hades? No. Oh, it's like a Switch game um, where you, I don't know, it's some some fighting dungeon-y, crawly bullcrap, and I guess it's really hard, but they have really hot like art of all the Greek gods and goddesses. And- I've been seeing that on Twitter. And <laughs> I've seen quite a bit of the art. lusting yeah. after <laughs> lots of characters <laughs> from that, and now I am as well. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but mm-hmm. these characters are hot as shit. <laughs> Does anybody read Lore Olympus? I know we're getting off topic. We have things we, to talk about, but we've got time. Yes. Yeah. Does anybody fuck with Webtoon? Because that's Lore Olympus is so no, it's good, so I, good. And I think they're getting an uh, an animated series now. I believe like it's gotten so. so popular that bitches need to see it move. And I agree. And Jim, I, I'm bitches. Jim Henson. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh bitches. God. It's really good. It's and if you do get into it, there's like tons of chapters and they're really long and the art is amazing and the characters are so good and also so bad and also (laughs) so good it's really good i suggest i highly highly suggested by me by bitches i'm interested (laughs) cool okay for real this time (laughs) let's get into it wait no oh no not for real just kidding What's your favorite thing this week? My- oh my, my god, Brenda! I'm oh, sorry. It's jigsaw puzzles. Oh. oh. What kind of puzzles you been doing? Um, How many pieces? Just a thousand. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, 
my mom and I have just been doing jigsaw puzzles like nonstop. And like when we go to get groceries, we're always just like we have to go look at the jigsaw puzzles. So like we've got about probably two dozen. Any with cats? <laughs> oh my god! You have any with cats? None with cats. Oh. No, I haven't found a good cat puzzle because we're really picky about what kind of puzzles we get. The best kind of puzzle to do where you have the most fun and where, like, two people can do it, like, like work on the same puzzle at the same Mm -hmm. time and have a good experience are ones that have, like, little vignettes. Like, the one that's, like, it's the 80s and it's just, like, all these little (laughs) pictures of 80s stuff. (laughs) Or, like, um, national park signs and, like, it's just a bunch of signs. Or it's, like, old toys and it's all these collages. Those are the best ones to do. Um... I haven't found a cat one where I was like, yeah, I could do it. But I did just found a 2,000-piece Pokemon one, and I'm pretty Ooh. excited to put that one together. 2,000 pieces of Pokemon? I love it. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. We actually owned the same puzzle in a 1,000 piece, but it was too easy. What the so hell? So I bought it in two. Just crank it I need more. More. Give me more. More puzzles. I will never be satisfied. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> You gotta get a Garfield puzzle. I didn't actually say any real words in the first half of that sentence. (laughs) I tried. I'm gonna go. (laughs) I I heard words, even though I couldn't tell you what words I heard. Yeah, same. (laughs) I gotta gotta get a Garfield puzzle, and I almost dissipated. I kind of, like, that's what I meant to say, but there was, like, a you in the beginning of the sentence that got, like, mixed up with the rest of the words. (laughs) So, I don't know. You have a Garfield puzzle. Yeah. But you gotta, is my point. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen one. I'm gonna have to go hunting for one. There's my holy grail of puzzles. This is a puzzle I used to own, but, like, over the years, it's, like, you know, pieces have gone missing. It's, like, in a thousand... Hey, if listeners, if you're listening and you know how I can get this puzzle, please, I want it so badly. It is a 1,000-piece Snoopy puzzle oh. with, like, just wow. a line lines of old snoopy plushies whoa so that's pretty good it's so cool i'll have to like send like a picture of it to the discord because it's so amazing and i'm like now as an adult (laughs) now as an adult who can do puzzles and is pretty good at doing puzzles (laughs) who's a professional at puzzles now i want a second (laughs) chance to be able to actually put this puzzle together because i never was able to do it so second chance at life i want you're going to get your fucking chance. puzzle. I know you're going to get it. One of our listeners is going to be like, I know exactly where to get that. <laughs> and I have three of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Obsessed. They're just obsessed with Snoopy puzzles. They have three of the same Snoopy puzzles. That would be nuts. They're like, do you need two? How about three? Can you put them all together and like stack them on top of each other oh, so it's like yeah. a 3D puzzle? A 3D puzzle. They make those now. 3D oh. Snoopy. They, just, they kind of freak me out, but. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Yeah. All are welcomed here. <laughs> I also want some, like, weeb puzzles. W-E-E-B. Anime puzzles. But, like, oh, anime I was gonna puzzles. I going to say, I'm certain you said weed. weed. <laughs> I was like, weed puzzles? I don't yeah. Not yeah. taking the devil's lettuce. <laughs> I, want a, I want a puzzle for me and my mom to do with a big pot leaf on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe someday <laughs> so yeah there's gotta be some good anime like i would love a good naruto puzzle a good um i had yeah, a naruto, naruto puzzle from work 
Really? Yeah, he's like, it's, this one wouldn't be a good duo one, Brenda, now that you've described it, but he's just like yeah. slurping up ramen, and then there's a blue background. <laughs> I haven't built the like puzzle this. yet. He's I'm always just, doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's that one, but again, not good for sure. Naruto. What a What a <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Hot Topic does have, like, nerdy puzzles. What's with the air quotes? I'm looking at what they've got right now. Oh. <laughs> nerdy puzzles. <laughs> puzzles for nerds, not the cool kids. Nerds, puzzles. nerds only. <laughs> only the nerdiest nerds can do these. I'm puzzles. going to guess Nightmare Before Christmas, a Obviously. Harry Potter one, and then maybe cool. if they're spicy, Supernatural. Ooh. I bet well, there's call, an Naruto one. Call him out, one. Paloma. Call him out. <laughs> oh, here's some. Call him the fuck here's out. Some Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my damn. hero. Is it Trump? Oh. oh, my hero. Yeah, of course. They went weeb. Scooby Doo and oh. SpongeBob. <laughs> oh. Who even cares? <laughs> oh, it's Downtown Abbey. <laughs> this is from Hot Topic? <laughs> yeah, there's a 3D puzzle of Downtown Abbey. Downtown, so <laughs> downtown, downtown, Abbey. <laughs> Remember when Hot Topic used to be scary, and my mom thought that I would be worshiping Satan if I went in Hot Topic, and now they sell Downtown Abbey. Wow! Uh, wow. I almost said calendars, but they probably have a calendar too. Uh, puzzles. I only sell well, Downtown Abbey puzzles, and they used to sell. I don't know. Apparently, Satan worshiping tools. It just oh. used to be all about like in like alternative and heavy music, and now they're about fandom, which like I would understand if we like previously discussed this, but if there wasn't this like box lunch store chain which covers the <laughs> fandom base that I've never <laughs> seen or heard it, of before in my life, you have to go to a like shitty mall company. to experience it. Damn. <laughs> Okay. Bye. Excuse me, my mall is not shitty. Ah, uh, well, oh all malls are shitty. Excuse, have you have you been to my mall? <laughs> my mall. I don't like the way malls make me feel anymore, and that's like pre-pandemic and now post-pandemic. I really don't like the way malls make me feel. I'm just like, now the mall is all mine. No one's here at this mall. It's just me in the really scary JC Pennies. <laughs> They've not updated at all. No. No. I'm in my element. I'm just abandoned JC Pennies. <laughs> oh my god. This is where I belong. I just miss mall arcades where no one would be except the like three people that were like taking turns on the DDR at ITG okay. machines. That's the that's the times that I miss. That's yeah. Let's go back to 2008. <laughs> Imagine, ASMR time. Yes. Imagine you're in 2008 and you put a quarter up on the screen of the DDR machine because you want to go next. And you want to play Love, Love, Shine and also Doc and Kai. And it's a DDR Extreme 2. Just imagine. This is the thing that <laughs> relaxed me. I'm just going back to Oakland Mall and Madison Heights, the good arcade, and thinking about... <laughs> The smell of pretzels and stale feet because this person refuses to wear shoes when I play DDR. That's where I want to be right now. The way you can t- play DDR with shoes on, everyone. Ooh. I just want no, you to it know. Doesn't oh, feel, it's not right. <laughs> no, it doesn't, I, it doesn't work the same. You have to wear shoes. <laughs> no, you can. 
That shit you hurts. You have to. It tells you to wear shoes. No, not me. <laughs> have I you won't. Ever stubbed your toe on a D on an arcade machine. Ouch. Worth it, it every time. Sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It's the worst ever. Yeah, well, that's the price to pay for being a professional. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> What's the topic for today? <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Beat on the DDR. Gay or nay? Hot, hot takes. Do you wear shoes on DDR arcade machines or not? <laughs> to be clear, I've you always worn to. shoes on DDR. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, cool, cool. Shall we dive into the topic at hand? <laughs> yeah. The topic at foot. The topic at foot, if the you will. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, this week, I have decided very strongly that I want to talk about a certain person in the comic book industry called mm. Jordi Belair. Um, if you have ever uh, read a comic that has come out in the last, like, five to ten years, and you've been like, huh, these colors look pretty nice in this comic... It was probably colored by Jordi Belair mm-hmm. or like the yep. two other people that also color comics that are good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, however, have been widely fascinated within the last year by all of the comics she has been writing um, because they're really good and I want to talk about them. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to take this opportunity to bring up a series that is almost at its end called Vampirella Red Sonia. Uh, which you might recognize these characters as being grossly exploited almost every time you've seen them. (laughs) Uh, Vampirella uh, is a vampire from the planet Draculon, and she often wears a bodysuit that doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, Her boobs doesn't, like, should be out. (laughs) I've seen someone in a swimsuit Mm -hmm. that, that looks like that. Like, exactly. And I'm just like, how are you... I have questions. How? 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 Doesn't make sense. Um, But yeah, so we have sexy vampire lady, and we have Red Sonia, who's like a warrior lady. You will recognize her by her uh, like scale male bikini that she fights in with her big sword. Mm -hmm. Which, I would like to say, I'm not opposed to impractical, sexy, um, like, clothes when, like, women draw and write them. I think it's fun then. I just don't like it when men do it, because it's dumb and annoying. (laughs) 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 However, Jordi Belair has been writing this wonderful series where Vampirella and Red Sonia team up, um, because Red Sonia, like, finds, like, this time... Well, she doesn't find this, like, witch, like, gives it to her. It's, like, a time-traveling little stone thing... And it brings her to uh, Sonia, or no, Vampirella, sorry. And they basically, like, bop around all space and time to, like, solve crimes and do, you know, whatever, gal pal stuff. And it is so refreshing and fun. And the art is by, I think Drew Moss is the name of the guy. Um, And Rebecca Nalty is doing the colors. Did I get it right? I did. Excellent. Um, and like the art's really cool in it, and there's like a bunch of really cool uh covers. Like Babstar did a bunch of covers for it, Ooh. and like it's just like 
I don't know. I don't know if Vampirella is canonically gay in a lot of other stuff, but like, there's like a whole issue in this where she's like, I love women and women love me. And she goes and does, you know, whatever she does in that thing. And, um, but it's like really cool. And it's like these two characters that are off, like, I feel like almost always written by men for men. (laughs) It's not good. But this series, which I picked up just because the covers were so cool and like up my alley that, is like amazing and it should be coming out and trade paperback soon and you should check it out um yes in addition to that which i've just been wanting to put into people's heads for a very long time and i speak about as often as i can (laughs) um she's also done a series called redlands and she's also writing the current run of buffy the vampire slayer which are both amazing um man Everybody needs red hands and red lands in their hand in their hands. I <laughs> yes. I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, Jordi Belair writes uh, Red Lands, and the art's by Vanessa Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. it is about these like is it Florida? Is that the swamp there? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's about these like Florida swamp witches and how they just fucking kick ass, basically. I mean, there's all these, like, mysteries, and, like, they're, I don't know, the guy that gave them their powers is, like, the devil or something. I have to reread it, but, oh. like, the art's mm-hmm. beautiful, and it's very, like, dark and creepy and autumnal in ways. I think I mentioned it before, but we might have just been this, never mind, I lied. Either way, my point is, it's really good, and, like, Jordi Miller's writing is, like, I don't know how to put it, it's, like, it's very accessible. Like, it doesn't uh, feel, like, too, you know, artsy or whatever. And, like, uh-huh. I just... It's very inviting. And it gets to the point. There's, like, the, her books, like, have just the right amount of, like, text. as a, And, the, like, also lets comics do their thing, which they're okay. supposed to. Um, which is cool. And in addition to Redlands, the new Buffy series is pretty good. I'm pretty behind on it, but I read probably the first volume and a half maybe and it's really refreshing because it's Buffy and all the like you know big characters and stuff of Buffy and like the same kind of vibe but like modern day you know mm-hmm. 2019 2018 she has a smartphone. Fuck it started. yeah she's got cell phones there's cell phones now <laughs> um, but it's like really fun and good and as you can imagine the art is also fun and good um, yeah I don't know Jordi Belair is just really special and I realized after picking her there's like it's kind of hard to dig up information about her on the internet yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> which is uh you know that's that but she's also done so many colors for like Batman stuff and like other superhero stuff as well as she did uh like that injection series I think oh. is um and she also did the colors for Pretty Deadly which is amazing whoa you know, writing and art and stuff. Um, and the Vision series. And Moon Knight. Yeah, Vision. Wow. Yeah, I haven't read Vision um, somehow yet. And D- I'm criticized for it every day. Every day? Uh, no, but as often as I bring up <laughs> that I haven't read Vision. <laughs> we won't criticize you. I just I just feel like the, comic, the comics cannot uh, compare to Paul Bettany, but it's fine. I'll read it at some point. Yeah, I get it. He is six five, so I I understand. I get where you're coming from. 
Everybody at work said I was weird when I said he was hot, but it's fine. I understand. I've seen Wimbledon. <laughs> no, um, nobody. Okay. Nah, no. Just no delete this I from the uh, from the from the final <laughs> cut. Just just delete it. Just delete it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I just I think it's cool that Jordi Belair like like she's basically no known as like a co- she because she full time is like a colorist, but she has like the when she writes, she does this like really cool stuff, and she always like whatever she's doing is like. You have your Vampirella Red Sony stuff. You have your, like, witches stuff. You have your Buffy stuff. So all this, like, supernatural stuff is really good. She's great at it. I hope everybody reads something of hers <laughs> at some point. Um, I was reading... Wait, did you say that she did the... Oh, go ahead, Paloma. Oh, I was reading Redlands before the podcast. I was like, let me refresh my memory. I only got to issue mm-hmm. two, but I finished issue one, <laughs> and I was like, oh, sh- oh shit, it's, it's 710. I gotta get ready. <laughs> but I need to finish issue two. And yeah, like you said, the writing is super accessible. I, it's like, lets like the art do like a lot of the talking. And then I really like her dialogue mm-hmm. between like the witch ladies. It's good. There's just like so many cool characters in it too. Like you have like hot crocodile man, Bay. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, also this not in addition to being like creepy and whatever, these books are sexy, so you know, if that's your thing. Then you've got like the they are like really sexy. spider girl who I also really like. Her name's oh. Itsy. And um oh. I just I don't know. There's just like lots of cool fantasy stuff that is all I'm interested in because I uh, love escapism. Wow. I really what I really like Jordy the uh Jordy's writing because she's also a visual artist that writes so she understands the importance of both like a good like narrative and the way that the the art tells the story. So she's never it's never like too much or too little. It's always just the right amount to like m- not make up for, but like to go to to link up with with the art. I really mm-hmm. love that. And I that's why I like when people like not only do the art for books, but they also do the writing for books, or they, you know, sometimes do one or the other. It you can really tell when someone's like well rounded in the way that they present a, a story in a comic book, and she's really, really good at that. Because it's like such a weird line to walk. Because it's mm-hmm. like you, like I've just this week like read like this um, book, like number one, like called Origins, and like the art was like amazing. So like I wanted to read it and. But, like, there's so little dialogue that it's mm-hmm. just, like, yeah. okay, so I didn't, like, pick up on a lot of, like, whatever you're trying to say. You're supposed to kind of, Same. like, try to hook people in the first yeah. issue. Whereas, like, alternatively, like, also recently, like, I read, like, the first, like, big chunk of, like, uh, original, like, New Mutants, like, um, book. And it's just so much text in every page. I'm like, you might as well write a fucking novel at this point because you're yeah. telling nothing with the story, with the art, and just, like using speech bubbles to say everything so it's like it's exhausting when you do it that way and it just like defeats the medium but Jordi Belair and uh everyone she's worked with seem to do it pretty well yeah my experience she have also... you guys oh, oh sorry, go ahead god no i'm just gonna say have you read any of the new buffy stuff i read yeah. the first couple issues but i'm not caught up because i'm not caught up on anything at all hell yeah <laughs> um i read the first arc um and maybe a little bit after that 
I, I was just, it was just very go, go, go. Cause you kind of don't have to set up too much. Cause you're kind of relying on like people who are reading Buffy typically are Buffy fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they've seen it all. It's they've weird because they it like, all. it's the same characters. So they don't really need like, they don't introduce you to them too much, but they're telling like a different story. So they just kind of assume, cause I guess not like it's, you know, they're still on like the Hellmouth and they're, yeah I don't know, they're friends, but like this stuff that happens is different. Like I, I am also not caught up, but what I, I liked what I remembered of it. And I think Xander's like a vampire now or something. Um, yeah, that comics. was fucking why that was, I was like, <laughs> oh my God. But maybe he's dead too. Actually, no, proper. I don't know. I just, I'm reading Willow and Willow's like, oh, Xander. Oh. She had a girlfriend right off the bat, too, in this new comic series that I was like, whoa. Oh, she's not that much of, like, a a dweeb. (laughs) I love it. Like, I love the representation. And all of Jordy Beller's stuff that she writes seems to be really casual about, like, queer stuff, which is nice and a relief. Mm -hmm. It's, like, not about that. It's just, like, part the story yeah which is cool i love that's that always nice. it's really effort the way she writes stories and characters seems really i mean i'm sure it takes a lot of effort but and i feel bad <laughs> saying but it's, it feels effortless like when you're reading it and also like it just seems really it seems really natural like the way that she presents characters and oh there's a bug um sorry <laughs> it really just like soared into the kitchen um yeah it's uh <laughs> soared um yeah, it's I, everything just seems like flowing, and I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's really oh, good. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just realized she also just colored the most recent. Maybe she colors a lot of them. Um, this current Sandman universe, John Constantine Hellblazer run, which is also really good if you're into that at all. Um, I mean, it's like one of those series where like they alternate between artists like every issue and like. One of them's like really gritty and edgy, and the other one's just kind of like this cool artsy like style. Uh, it's really good, and finding out that she colors it is no small surprise to me. Yeah, she... how does she do it? I don't. I like I, how because all the books, at least, I don't know anything about coloring, but I feel like when I'm like she colored this, like the vision, I feel like it's very different from like what I'm imagining this Hellblazer comic to be looking like. Yeah, I was reading an interview where she was saying something about how she, when she colors, it's like, you don't want to have to, like, I don't know, tell, like, you can, like, you have, like, three different kinds of color palettes that, like, explain or make someone feel the same way, but you don't have to, like, tell them to feel it, but you just want them to feel it, like, by looking at these, like, colors. And, like, I don't know, it's just crazy, the, like, stuff she, I don't know, the, like, stuff that she colors, and she went to school for illustration, and it's just, like, funny that she, like, fell into uh, coloring primarily. as yeah. She doesn't really draw, I don't think. I mean, I'm sure she draws, but, like, she doesn't, like, for any of her, like, big comics, I don't think she's drawn any of them. I don't think I've just writes in colors. knowingly seen that. Did she's I? one of the first reading. I read Pretty Deadly. That was, like, the first thing I ever read by her. And... Or that she worked on. She did the colors for Pretty Deadly. And it was like the first time I really thought about like colors telling a story and how important they are in a comic. Because you think and you like you think about your favorite like comic book illustrator, your comic book artist, and you you like them for their like ink style, the way that they like draw 
characters or the way they draw hair or anything like that but you don't really like i didn't really stop and think about how important colors are to a scene at that point like within a comic book and it was like i remember seeing pretty deadly and being like wow this every every color that she uses sets the mood and sets the tone and really like gets you excited for the next scene or gets you scared or whatever and i remember seeing that and also I think in the back of like a Hellboy comic, Mike Mignola mm-hmm. was talking about like, mm-hmm. like there was a, a black and white illustration that he did in all ink. And then when he added color to it and little things came out, like things that you didn't see in the black and white one. It, like, I, I think I was reading them at the at the same time. And I'm just like, this is this is like a completely new idea for me, even though, you know, color is important for anything decoration and whatever but it's like (laughs) it really makes you i don't know the way that she colors things really makes you like feel things (laughs) i don't think they would be the same if anyone else colored them like she really has Mm -hmm. the the eye and she pays attention to every little color detail it would definitely not have the same mood in pretty deadly or really and i don't know any color any comics that she's called nowhere men would be a little more boring if, <laughs> if she hadn't colored nowhere men i don't know i don't know if i would have made it all the way through it's a good book but it's still just like the way that she her work really really shines you know i don't know what i'm trying to say but and it's also like i don't know since i like started off reading kind of like smaller press stuff i feel like a lot of the time you have um like the artist is just the artist you know there's not a penciler and an inker and a colorer and mm-hmm. a, you know letterer like it's all like balled up in one but then you get into these like i mean i know and sometimes in smaller things they're separate but like primarily i feel like it's with like you know marvel dc image like and some other stuff um where you have all these different roles and it becomes really apparent especially now that i've looked because like a lot of like um a lot of like superhero stuff I'll read. I'm like, oh, these inks are cool, but like I find this coloring very uninspired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and not and like whenever I notice like colors are good, I'm like, I bet it's Jordi Belair coloring mm-hmm. it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, just, I remember being really young and like wanting to make comics all the time, and I was like, this is so much work. You have to write, and like I didn't know that so many people <laughs> were working on comics all the time mm-hmm. because a lot of times in manga, it's usually you know one person or they don't really talk about the team you just like this person like Ayazawa just made this comic by herself and like this is all you know yeah. I don't know if she has a team or had a team but I don't know I, like it's it's weird to think of like every comic book now well, not every but like small press doesn't do it like you said but you can like a certain aspect of a comic like the inking or the when you see the pencils or like just the color like you don't think about that when you're when you're younger and you're making comics you're like i'm just gonna do everything it'll be fine that's how <laughs> everybody fine. does it every single person just makes a comic all by themselves it's crazy it's so much work it's a lot of <laughs> fucking work it's so much work uh, i did a comic book class in college mm-hmm. we're you did everything yourself except for coloring. There was no, it was black and white, but uh, it was just like, it's the only time I've ever pulled an all nighter <laughs> and it was all by hand, no digital. So like we had the little, the little line. Has anyone seen this thing? It's like the little line tool for like lettering. No. It's like this little, okay. This thing is wild. It's like, wait, 
Hey, someone talk for a second. I think it's right here, but I have to talk. Oh, shit. Talk. We're um, talking. Has anyone <laughs> also had to make a comic? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't know. It's wild. It's wild to have to think about every aspect of the comic, like character design and like ba- the thing that gets me caught up is fucking backgrounds. Oh, yeah, that's uh, cool. I, hate- I found oh. it. I'm so proud of myself right now. I need one of those. What's that? I need one of those lettering tools. I need to practice yeah. my lettering. Yeah, so this yeah. is like, okay, so for, because we're, we're all on camera, everyone, and you're just listening, it's like this like trapezoidal yeah. shape thing. <laughs> With this, like, twisting circle in the middle with, like, all these holes in it. And then, like, all these little measurements. And you line it up. It's been a while since I've used it, so I've <laughs> probably forgotten exactly how it works. You, like, line it up and you, like, put dots. And then you use the straight edge to draw very faint lines with, like, a blue pencil. And oh then you letter on those lines. And so it's oh. so you have a very consistent, like, um, letter size. And so you make sure that you can fill the bubble up properly. Oh. So, See, it was I would just like to wing it and erase it and wing it again and erase yeah. it again and <laughs> rinse and repeat. <laughs> That's probably why I uh, didn't make it out of art school. <laughs> but <No. you> may... <laughs> That's cool, though. I didn't even know that thing existed. But no, even thinking no. about fucking lettering, like there's letterers that are, who's the, like the most... Like, the last few years, there's one person who won an Eisner for lettering, like, really twice or something. Oh my I think they did lettering for, um, oh my god, why can't I think of what the name of that comic is? I gotta think about it. It's like a, there's like a Shippo-esque character in it that has a little tail, and there's, why can't I think of it? You know, like, the $2 comics, there's always, like, the one with the, like, really... I'm gonna delete myself really quick. I'm sorry. I'm gonna what? do a a Google search. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but like thinking about someone who just only does lettering and is I don't know. There's so many. I mean, not so many, but like there's amazing letters. Like I never would have thought that that was something that someone just did for like they did for a comic and that's all they did for the comic yeah. is just lettering. You just think you have to be good at every single. Every single little thing about the comic. <laughs> I don't know. What it's crazy. About. And like, I, and I didn't think it was something I cared about that much to like, I open a comic that is very clearly like, not hand lettered and someone just did it in a computer and it's like, very abrasive to me. To yeah. 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 Um, and it, it's not even like it has to be hand lettered. It just has to like, not be thrown out there in the world. Um, because there's like a language and a flow to mm-hmm. how speech bubbles work and how speech like read mm-hmm. and like how they're shaped. The bare minimum of how they're shaped is that they are not usually circles. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like digital lettering can also look really good, um, but it has to have like the same level of care as mm-hmm. hand lettering would have gotten to. Like when there's like I'm a graphic designer, so no, I mean that's it because like. <laughs> It's just, like, sometimes, like, I've seen, like, like when people will digitally letter something and there's, just, there's so much negative space in the bubble. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, or, you know, there's, like, two words on top of, like, seven words. I'm, like, you didn't have to do it this way. But... Well, it's, like, often the last thought, you know? Like, you don't think about... You're thinking so much about, like, setting up the panels and everything that you don't... Like, why would you think about lettering? It's, like... I mean, it's a dialogue, but it's, like, putting yeah. it in the... I don't know. I feel like that's, like, the last thing... 
I mean, if you're a bad letterer like me, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're bad at putting any kind of content into bubbles like me, then you don't think about it until the last minute. You're like, oh shit, I got to put the fucking bubbles in and I got to put the dialogue in. That's important because it's a part of the story. What do I do? And you just like draw it out. Like you have to, I don't know. So you got to get artsy with it. Like some of the like fanographics books and just like write in weird places on the page. Yeah. Call the day. <laughs> but uh, I cannot think of what I'm trying to think of. Never mind. Just ignore me. I don't know what the lettering person is. Not Dave Gibbons because he did the Watchmen. Uh, <laughs> the Watchmen. The one. Yeah, I don't know what I'm. Okay. <laughs> well, a letter I know is uh, Liz Blakesley, who's mm. actually a customer at Grand Rapids. Art, not art. I'm going to take Ooh. that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, slip, customer... I slip up all the time, too. Don't worry. It's, it's <laughs> like it's been a year. Yeah. Um, at the Grand Rapids location um, for Vault and um, did the lettering for Witch Hat Atelier. Yeah. Which... Um, and if you like look at the lettering in that book, it's so crisp and good. And it's really difficult with manga, especially for lettering, because you're taking out Japanese text, which is um, top to bottom. Is that vertical? Vertical. <laughs> Japanese text is verticals. And then trying to fit like English into a speech bubble that was not made for horizontal words. It takes a lot of finesse to make it look good. And she, she does it. It's like, mm-hmm. just take a look at that book and like just what it looks like. It, it's really impressive. I'm really appreciative for manga that's lettered like that because I'm currently reading Case Closed. Also, <laughs> Detective Conan. And it just has, not only does it have a lot of typos, just nobody cared. But anyway, it's got like just big white, <laughs> negative white space. <laughs> Just negative white space and, like, the lettering isn't centered and it's just, like, to me it's very jarring because, like, I've seen and I know what good lettering in manga specifically looks like. And, um, case closed it. Oh. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I've just been thinking about um, manga a lot because almost entirely what I've been reading for the last couple months (laughs) with some occasional other stuff. But, like... The fact that, like, a lot of it will, like, come out weekly, and I'm like, you're drawing a whole fucking comic every week? Like, what do you mean? This is insane. And, like, a lot of it is good? Like, it doesn't look bad? (laughs) I just... Yeah. It's insane. Manga's an entirely different ballgame, and I don't... I don't know. I don't get it. I love it, but I don't get it. And then I just think, like, man, what if, like, these were in color? What if manga was colored? How powerful. I just... I just heard that they're going through and recoloring all of Attack on Titan, which is a choice because I don't know anyone who really cares about Attack on Titan anymore. Yeah, it's not 2015 anymore. Get a grip. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Any Attack on Titan fans out there, I'm offended. Please don't (laughs) come and try and um, fight. I don't, I won't do it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why. Uh, What's, what's the name of Attack on Titan character? Aaron? Levi? Oh. He ain't shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, Brenda said it. I, I don't. I have nothing. I have nothing else to say other than well, what, what Brenda just said. <laughs> I've watched like an episode of Attack on Titan, so that's really all I got. I don't know. I trust you. <laughs>
it's so dark. I just know there's like those giants and they like eat people, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Who cares? How grim. (laughs) How grim. Give me the little detective boy. (laughs) It really freaked me out. I did see a really good, uh, what are they called? Titans? Are they Titans? Oh, that's what the Attack on Titan. That's what it Mm. is fucking called. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just remember seeing an Attack on Titan uh, cosplayer, but they just had a morph suit on, but. Oh. He didn't have a cup, so I was. Really oh crazy. no! Oh. I was like, gonna t- yeah, it was real, real wild. They were. <laughs> R.I.P. Omicron 2020. <laughs> did you see? Say. Not to derail, but did you see that everyone was in the Yomacon Facebook group posting like Yomacon was still going? <laughs> really? <laughs> it was pretty great. So like, people would be like, "Oh, hey, the escalator's down." Just so you know. And then someone would be like, I lost my body pillow. And then people would be like, oh, I, is it this one? I found it. And it's just oh, like, that's so I love it. It was very wholesome. I love it. Damn. No, I'm not on Facebook, so I, I, don't, I didn't get the memo that we were all being delusional this year. <laughs> just having a good role play session. You know. Yeah. Oh my role play. I'm just going to do that every day. Except well, I'm walking through the artist alley and I see you. And I wait. Does anybody does anybody remember <laughs> oh. that pen artist in the artist alley? Do you know her name? Yeah. And it's like she did the the Yusuke pens with the I don't know. He had his top off. I don't. I, that's that. That'd be me in the that'd be me in the Yomakon roleplay. Like you guys know what that artist's name was? <laughs> Who is it? Oh my goodness! I also just want to announce that I've breached the uh, 800 um, chapters of One Piece and there's wow. like yeah. 900 and something so you're I'm a fucking trooper god damn so <laughs> proud wow. of you I just love that stupid stretchy man <laughs> <laughs> and um I've never fallen into the category of people that like ship fictional characters with like other ones that they're not involved with but it happened to me um, and like, oh like I just follow this one art account that just draws these two One Piece characters oh constantly. What? Who are the characters? Oh, so you have Luffy, your sweet little rubber man, who, mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes in the show, is like asexual and doesn't like show any real romantic interest in anybody. Doesn't he just um, want to win? He what? Win. He just wants to win. Yeah. He, well, he no, he doesn't want to win. He wants to be free. He wants to be the freest guy there is. I have no clue what happens in One Piece. I'm so sorry. I'm like... <laughs> Bunch of bullshit, right? mostly. So he wants to win. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I just want to be the best. He wants to be king of the pirates, but to him, that just oh. means to be more free than anyone else. Um, and, uh, anyways, then there's this other guy who's like... It's like there's all these, you know, guys that are Luffy's age and they all have their pirate crews and they're called the worst generation. And oh. this guy, Trafalgar Law, wears like this like white leopard print furry hat and like has like a big old long coat and a big sword and um, a big old chest What's tattoo. His name? He saved What's Luffy's name? life. His name What's is his name? Trafalgar Law. Trafalgar. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say it was the green haired guy, because he's kinda hot. Oh, he he is out, but his whole thing is just like uh, Roa no Roa no Roa Noah Zoro. <laughs> um, 
He uses three swords. One of them's in his mouth. I can yeah. tell you all about oh. One Piece. I'm ready for that episode. Oh I think that's the, that's the picture I've seen of him with the green hair and the sword in his mm-hmm. mouth. He's yeah. a freak. Paloma! He's this is the freak. guy with the sword! What? I'm into him. Yeah, he's hot. He just, like, okay. drinks and fights all the time. That's his whole thing. And he gets lost always. Sounds like an Aries. <laughs> I have some ba- some a weird story about this guy's sword. <gasps> okay, tell oh, me. Oh, yeah. Tell us so, about his sword, so, Brenda. You see it? <laughs> you have it? No. What? I don't have it. Oh. He's got the sword. Um, okay, so uh, like four, five, five years, six years ago? Four years ago, probably. Anyway, a time ago. I get a, I open up a diamond box at work. This is a box that comic books come in. And I open it up, and instead of finding uh, what we ordered, I find this little samurai sword, <gasps> Trafalgar's Law sword. And so for the next, the next period of years, years, I discovered this is this was here up until I left. I, I should have taken it with me, but I did <laughs> not. You yeah, did. you should anyway. have. <laughs> Give it to yeah. me. Is it now? Well, was it gone? Did it disappear? <laughs> no! Anyway, I don't know. I haven't. That's going to mess my sound up. I'm going to have to look tomorrow. <laughs> look for it because maybe you should mail it to me because maybe I want it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I discovered that this sword was perfect for opening statue boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like God those really stubborn it. ones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because. <laughs> You know, like, the really stubborn ones that you have to get out and put the thing in the display and you yeah. don't want to rip the box. Mm-hmm. And you can't use a pen because that's too big. Mm-hmm. A little little sword about, like... Don't you guys sword. have box cutters at, like, that store? Well, no, it's they have those little tabbies you have to get out. It's to lift the lid up. Yeah. You've already cut the tape. Sometimes now the lid you're doesn't to want to come out. You've been there. You've all I been there. I have no problem. I open those boxes like nobody's business. No <laughs> tiny sword required. And I discovered that the tiny sword could just go... And, like, pop them up without, you know, any worry of rippage. So you mean to tell me you're using Trafalgar Law's little baby sword <laughs> to open up figurines? Yes. Yeah. For years. Damn. Yes. I wish that was my life. <laughs> wish I were you, Brenda. How did we figure out who that sword belonged to? Yeah. How? That's what well, I Well, okay, remember. so. Did it not previous... come with, like, a figure? It was just, like, no. a sword by itself? It probably came with, I, I googled Trafalgar Law, and there's like a s- statue, <laughs> and Google he's got the that. sword, and it's about the right size, so it's so that statue. But I originally found out where it came from, because I was watching a video about the Figma horse. Ah, yes. <laughs> Which is a very articulated statue of a horse, and in the background was... Trafalgar Law and his sword, and I was like, that's it! That's the sword that I've been using to open boxes! Because it was just a stray sword inside a diamond box, and which is much better than other things I've gotten, which include a box cutter, a razor blade, a bag of Doritos, and a bottle of Mountain Dew. Empty bottle of Mountain Dew. Empty bottle of Mountain Dew. Man, like so. A year ago, they sent us like a like actual like professional sick ass lightsaber for no reason. They sent what? us two. Oh, oh. Really they were great. free. They were just yeah. In? No, oh. we like they just sent them to us. We don't know why. We sold one of them. We ended up selling both of them, but one of them we kept around the shop for like a long time, and I really regret um whoever actually sold it to somebody instead of letting us just have a shop lightsaber. It was one of the pink just, ones too, damn. and what? it like was like it 
like the noises it made was really cool and it made cool noises when you like whacked someone and it was like that the like nice ones where it's like that like clear material that mm-hmm. like i don't know it was great it was uh and i think about it all the time because i like to fidget with things and that is something that's a big thing to get to fidget with i can't mm. believe you had a little yeah, tiny trafalgar law letter opener <laughs> I hope it's still there. Mm. I want to know that it, uh, it's... I, I would get so anxious about someone throwing it away. I would just be like, no one let anyone near... Like, so people would visit from other stores. I was like, don't let anyone don't near the sword. Don't touch it. Don't touch the sword. <laughs> don't even look at it. I'd just come into work and I'd be like, the sword! And then I'd be like, oh, someone just moved it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay. That's so funny. Wow. Well, this got out of hand. <laughs> but Here we are. That's what I'm best at. Oh my god. Anyways, One Piece rules. Everybody should. Not everybody, but if you like Shonen, you should watch it or read it. This is now a a One Piece fan cast. Oh. We watch every episode of One Piece, but just the four kids dub. No, man. That'll be my, like, private podcast, right? Like, just private podcast. Talk about each episode. There's a thousand episodes of my podcast. Can I be the one who only read the one page on Shonen Jump in 2007? Like, every issue, yes. I just read the one page, and I'm like, I'm cool. I'm gonna go to Shaman King. Um, yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's me. So I'll just listen, and I'll be like, wait, is he the one? The hot one? With the three swords? Every time. And everyone's like, no, actually. He's another one with a sword. He's um, the one with the purple hair. I'm going to slightly pivot because we talked about figurines for a brief second. Uh, do you guys own any expensive uh, figures? <laughs> this one right here. <laughs> oh, no. It's not so much a figure as a model kit that I stare mm-hmm. at longingly and have never put together. It's not <gasps> a Oh, my God. Oh. Put it together, put it God damn it. Please do. And show I'm us. telling myself I can't put it together till I graduate college. Oh, oh that's a sweet treat. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought a hundred dollar Majin Buu statue from Yomakon last year, and I also oh, made a mistake yeah. and ordered a Bulma on a um, bicycle from work, and it was that all- hundred and thirty five dollars. I was gonna wow. say, where do you draw the line exactly? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a very expensive Faye Valentine one that I'm eyeing, but they have a payment plan, so I could just pay it off for. A don't couple. Ask, don't ask me if I, if you should get it because I'm gonna say yeah. And I'm gonna say she's send me so the hot and great. She's Faye so hot, Valentine, and, and she's got great. that really great outfit with like her weird thong bodysuit that mm, just I love whatever. it. She looks like she. Uh, works at American Apparel in 2009 <laughs> and she has to make a costume out of the clothes that are there. That's what, and I love it because I also worked at American Apparel in 2009 and had to make Whoa. a costume out of the clothes that were oh there. Oh my god. I've never so accurately heard that described. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, disco short, check. Thong bodysuit, check. Uh, thigh highs. Thigh, thigh high, uh, opaque thigh highs, yes. check. Uh, poplin, uh, yellow tie, like sleeveless top. I don't know what it'd be called. Uh, check. And she, yeah, she got a wig mm. from Party City. She rocked that shit, and that's the bottom line, brother. <laughs> wow. Well, my, do you have any figurines? Um, yeah, um, I have a Naruto statue where he's doing 
the summoning sign <laughs> thing, and he has like circle, big circle anime eyes, and is like grimacing. Um, <laughs> and I, love that I got it for twelve dollars because the box um, got compromised, and so a bunch of our statue boxes got compromised. So I got it for twelve dollars because they're all on sale. So I, d- I miss out that. on all of his other um, uh, his accessories, like his normal face. I do not have, mm-hmm. but it's a very handsome, handsome figure. I want more. I want more. I want Demon Slayer ones because those kids just yes. have such cool outfits. Those always sell so fast ones. too. Like we get them. Mine has Crunchyroll. The Crunchyroll website are they the ones that have like the really cool figurines that now like the really cool merch. They do have a lot yeah. of cool ones. They they have a lot of like merch all around. Like they have got a lot of good apparel also. Actually, oh, really, um, I get like a lot t-shirts. Of ads, like they yeah. know me. And I wish they wouldn't. And I keep looking at their <laughs> figures, and they do have a, like their figures are like reasonably priced too. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. But every time I like go look at them, like they do everything. I feel primarily with like shopping. pre-orders, and they just sell out like so fast. It's hard being a weeb, you know. It is. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good thing Yomakon was canceled. No, it's not a good. Thing, but <laughs> I was definitely about to buy like a wagon full of manga and mm-hmm. maybe a sword and maybe, maybe a bunch a sword. of maybe a million more trunks figurines, and I definitely would get in trouble. At home. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like so this you year have I have 15. like. <laughs> Why do you I don't have that? a lot of disposable income, but I could buy a hundred dollar statue right Absolutely. now. Yeah. Why not? Why the fuck just not? Put just put a doctor order. Treat myself. Yeah. It's been a hard year. The... You deserve it. It's been a hard. Mm-hmm. You deserve. I could get the Conidana motorcycle. Conan. Yeah. <laughs> or tiny little Conan. You deserve tiny a life size Conan statue for oh God. <laughs> you deserve a three foot five inch Conan statue for three your house. <laughs> Why not? Inch. That's the worst when it's really expensive and then you get it and it's just like. Just a little guy. Just a little guy, but like the arms move. So it's, you know, $100. I love this. I want it all and I want it now. I was, it's really funny that we're talking about statues because I was like thinking about where I'm going to put statues in my house. And I was like, hmm, should I, can I put the statues in the living room? Yeah. And my husband was like, absolutely not and i was like can i put him in the office he's like has like a grown-up job i guess oh and he's no. like i'm so i'm not gonna be sitting in the office with you know future trunks in the back with a sword like i'm not gonna why well that, with a, that's with inspiration a majin majin boo in the background like it's not gonna happen well it's gotta be the bedroom then they all gotta be staring at you yeah you wake up in the morning and it's just they're just all like Crying. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I mean that would be great for me because it's always in my bedroom (laughs) (laughs) and in my dreams. Um. Oh my god. All right. Yeah. Shit, guys. (laughs) On that note, we're all massive weebs. That's the gist of it. (laughs) Well, I think that'll that'll do it for this week. (laughs) That's all the time we have for today. As always, our music is Minty Fresh by Louis Zong. You can find us on Twitter. At fictionality. Um, does anyone else have anything else they want to plug this week? Uh, 
God, that's too much pressure right now. I'll think about something next time. Hey, I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, shit. Yeah, plug it, Brenda. It's called Snobby Cave Reviews. Don't ask what the reviews is for. I don't know how to change it. But <laughs> I just posted a video about the Pokemon Center store in New York Whoa. that is closed. Ooh. And how that happened. For good? Why that happened. Oh, yeah. It closed in um, 2005. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. And it's the Nintendo store now. R.I.P. Really? Damn. That's shitty. Morning. Yeah. And if you want to know more about that, watch my video. I'm going to. Yeah. I just want to say, can I plug uh, Way of the House Husband? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Read that shit if you know it's good for you. It'll make you so happy. You'll be smiling all day. It literally cured my sadness for at least three hours. And then yeah, I realized okay. that I was still in hell. And <laughs> so I ordered the, the next three volumes. And I, um, <laughs> yeah. Way of the House Husband. Sponsor us too. Way of the House Husband. Hey, yeah. Way, I would like to be sponsored by Way of the House Husband. Wow. Hey, hey, Netflix. Sponsor us, please. Yeah. We'll talk about The Queen's Gambit, Way of the House Husband anime. Which is good. Also, um, I'd like to plug for the uh, whatever time this episode Vampirella Red Sonia, written by Jordi Belair. Mm-hmm. I know you think it probably sucks because of Mm-mm. these characters, but it is good. <laughs> I love hotties fighting. Personally. Mm-hmm. And I like it because they make sure to draw like Sonia like uh like muscular and like mm. has scars, which makes sense because she fights in a bikini, so she's not gonna be like a little dainty, you know. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so yeah, My read kind it. of woman. <laughs> mm. She has swords. <laughs> she knows how to use them. <laughs> okay, that's it, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Paloma, do you have a plug? Do I do I have a plug? Well, do you um, want to plug something rather? <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, okay. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. just Demon Slayer. I, I finished that. It's it's Demon Slayer. <laughs> Woo! Oh. oh. <laughs> It's a Tuesday night. Demon Slayer's good. I'm glad you... Hey, everyone. We didn't mention furries. Well, let's just get it in before the um, episode ends. Streak broken. Good for us. (laughs) And I'm even in a cat onesie, so... Wow. does not equal furry. Say it every day. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Okay. Does anyone have any cool kigus? I wish. I have a cat one, of course. Which one, the tabby cat? No, it's gray. Oh, <gasps> my mom took With the stripes. My mom took a picture of me on my birthday at her house. I had my kigu on. <laughs> yeah, it had the little. Stri- it has the little stripes. But I was pretending to lick my balls. Oh my god! <laughs> so there's a picture. My mom just has a picture of me like with my leg up, like. <laughs> <laughs> Classic cat ball pose. Yeah. Uh, you're deranged, but it's. Thank you. I'm glad it's at least funny. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad my derangedy makes so much. Like that your mom encourages it. Like, I was oh, like, yeah, "Can you take good. a picture of me?" She's like, "Yeah, strike a pose." I'm just like, <laughs> I should have just gotten her to put like a piece of plastic around my neck. Like I, I oh my god, gun space next birthday. <laughs> next birthday, yeah, the thirtieth one. That'll be a. You know. <laughs> 
the furriest, if you will. <laughs> no, I won't. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> I will not. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's call it a night. Goodbye. <laughs> That's it. We're done. Ta ta. <laughs> Fans. <laughs> <laughs>